Yes. Yes. We are back. Um, I had to cut the uh, previous uh, episode short because uh, we're in that time of year where it's very cold in the morning and I live with an old person who's always cold and they turn up, they fucking crank up the heat to like 80 and uh, it was getting to me because I haven't ate. I uh, have been drinking coffee and I was like, it just, I started feeling hot and clammy and I'm like, fuck, I got to turn this heat off. I got to get me another cup of coffee to make things worse. And uh, I've got to um, change clothes. I was wearing my shirt from work. I'm literally in underwear and my work shirt. And I had to take off my shirt because I got to cool down. It's hot in here for some reason because it'll be cold in the morning. It'll be like 55 degrees in the morning. And then all of a sudden it's 80 because that's what happens in Alabama. We have all the seasons in one fucking day. And you just have to deal with it and get over it. A lot of stuff going on with me right now. I got fascism in my foot. Um, I I work a, a physical job. I'm a truck driver, but I move shit. You know, I have to push and pull and lift and I do shit at my work. So, you know, I'm a big potato person. That, that's how I'd physically describe myself. I am the living embodiment of Mr. Potato Head. I'm a big potato person. And what a big potato people do. We fucking do hard manual labor and we, you have a job that requires heavy lifting. They'll throw me in there and I'll do that job. Well, you know, I've been trying to lose weight, been on a diet, been trying to lose weight. I've actually lost a lot. I, I, I was almost 500 pounds at one point. That's how, that's how much of a fucking, Lard ass I am. <laughs> I was like a quarter ton. Now I'm down to a slim, a slim 337.8. Yes, I will go all the way down to the point. Point eight. And uh, so last week I decided that, you know, the weight loss isn't going quick enough. So I decided to start trying to walk. I started walking and I got the plantar fasciitis. I hope I'm saying that wrong. Plantar fasciitis. So there's fascism in my foot. It fucking hurts. I'm having to wear a sleeve on it uh, to help support the arch. And uh, this is, you know, probably the fourth time I've had it in my life. And usually I have to go get a steroid shot or something for it to go away. Um, I thought that I had lost enough weight to start back walking without getting it worked up again, but apparently not. So, Eichmann's in my foot. Joseph Mingalai's in my foot, wanting to do experiments on twins. Oh, that's a bad joke. I don't know. Anyway, it fucking hurts. It's annoying. That's one thing. I'm not going to deal with, uh, I don't deal with like discomfort very well. The slightest discomfort, I fucking go insane. I can't deal with it. You know, it's just like I got COVID two years ago. I'm like, I guess I'm going to kill myself. You know, five days in, I'm like, I'm going to end it. I'm going to fucking end it. This is horrid. I'm going to fucking go. And I'm going to shoot myself in the head because I cannot deal with this. And that that's kind of how I am. And I, I've, I've realized I've got to start taking care of myself because I really, 
the moment, like if something happened to me where I was not mobile anymore, not able to move around and do things, I just wouldn't want to live. To be honest with you, I mean, I'm just gonna put that out there. It just it wouldn't work for me. I would have to, um, I'd have to just end it because I just I love being able to move around, go places, do things, run around. I couldn't just, you know, my father's retired. He's 80 years old. And he all he does is sit in his recliner all day watching like reruns of In Heat of the Night <laughs> and, and Gunsmoke. And I just, I don't know, I'd be depressed. I mean, I just wouldn't want to live that way. And he's lived the past decade that way. And I just... That's no way to live, people. We need. I'm going to start doing yoga or something. I got to keep my mobility. I got to keep my flexibility. I got to be able to move around, do things. I've got to do better. I've got to do better. Because right now, I just feel like a fat tub of lard that's just worthless. And uh, I want to get down. I'm going to try to get down to like 200 pounds. I'm not currently lifting weights. Maybe I'll start back lifting weights when I get to my goal weight. But right now, I just want to get the fat off. Now, apparently, some asshole the other day told me that, I don't know if this is true, that the fat cells never go away. And that's why you always gain it back when you lose your weight because all the fat cells are doing are shrinking. So that even when you lose weight, those fat cells are going to want to like pump themselves back up. So that's why it's so hard to stay the weight when you get back down is because they're just there. They're just smaller. And that is a very sad thing that, you know, you lose 200 pounds and you're still technically a fat ass on a microscopic level because you still got all those fat cells. So I guess I'll, um, I'll never, I'll never be a skinny bitch. I'll never be, you know, I'll always have those fat cells with me just reminding me that you're a fat fuck and you will always be a fat fuck. Oh, tad on top of that, I live in a shitty town. This episode is going to be Alabama focused. It's going to be Alabama focused. I just want to talk some shit about my foot and my current physical condition. But apparently, I'm doing pretty good compared to some people. I talked to a guy the other day. He, he, fucking huge huge i don't know how he does his job because his job's very physical but he's bigger than i ever was and um somehow he's out there working 12-hour shifts I, anyway small town bullshit that's what the podcast is about today it's about small town bullshit that's what i deal with on a day-to-day basis in this small town i hope to eventually move out of this town. Sidebar, you know me. I'm going to run all over the place. I've requested um, to be reassigned at work, to be transferred at work, because I have that ability at my job as a federal employer. And um, I'm trying to move to either Memphis, Birmingham, or Montgomery. And I know a lot of you are like, why? Well, because I want to, I want to move out of my small town, but I still want to be able to drive back and see my friends and family on the weekend when I'm off work. So, 
I'm hoping I get Birmingham because I know people in Birmingham. I have family in Birmingham. Uh, I love the restaurants and bars and people of Birmingham. It's a wonderful city. It's the Portland of the South, as I've previously mentioned. Maybe that that's actually a downgrade. I don't know why I'm saying because Portland's now a shithole, apparently, where they're having riots and everything else and forming their own civilizations within civilization. But anyway, it's a good city. Underrated city. It's better than Montgomery. <laughs> That's not saying much, is it? Montgomery's. It's nicer than it was. Montgomery's nicer than it was, but it's still Montgomery, ain't it? Um, and Memphis. Memphis is a weird place. I don't know why I requested transfer there. I guess because, you know, um, Tennessee's tax-free now, and Memphis is very affordable. It's a very affordable place to live. So I requested a transfer to there too, that I'd be open to going there for a promotion at my job and make more money. But then they're also, they don't have state income taxes. So I'd end up making a lot more money. It'd save me about five grand a year. Well, anyway, you know, Memphis is a weird place because it's like, it's maybe, it's like a third world country. You know, there's like really, really bad poverty. But then there's like all these rich people that live there too. They have one of the, you know, one of the nicest zoos, you know, in the South probably. And they have all these nice things there. They built a fucking pyramid. Um, and, but there's all this fucking poverty. And you see all these rich people living there, but they live out in Bartlett. They live in Germantown. They live on these. So I don't know. I guess the city isn't getting that revenue from the rich fucks that live on the outer edge of Memphis. They need to move back in to make it nice again. That way, break up little pockets of poverty. <laughs> I guess I'm. I guess without thinking about it, I'm like, go in and gentrify that place. Make it nice. <laughs> Get people yelling at me about that. Uh, well, anyway, back to the subject. Uh, small town. Bullshit, and that's the reason I started this podcast. Because I, my friend Bert's chili, uh, I, I spew vitriol towards him every week. Like this is what fucking happened to me this week. I'm telling you about it. So I started this so I can rant into this microphone about all the small town. And I'm sure there are so many people throughout Alabama that go through the same bullshit as I do. Um, you're just like, why am I here? Why am I still here? The, the, I mean, you know, so, and, you know, it's just like the last episode, we're talking about Coleman, small town bullshit. People don't like you because you don't go to church. People don't like you because you're gay. People don't like you because you're black. People don't like you because you're Asian. People don't like you because I don't know you. I, I, I don't know. You're, you're into cars. <laughs> I don't, I fucking know. They, they, they're probably more likely to like you if you're into cars, but if you're into anything that's outside of like, um, just what they would think is normal. You know, if, if you, if you like going to the Ren fair, you know, he's a goddamn Satanist. He went to the Ren fair. He was in there. There were, were belly dancers and they were people just running around, just selling, selling pagan merchandise. <laughs> I prayed on it. I prayed on it. Because they love to pray. They love to pray on it. Fuckers. 
So that, that's basically what this podcast is about. You know, my everyday experiences of living in the South. And I love the South and I hate the South all the same time. It's a love-hate relationship. It's a toxic relationship. And so, you know, I live in this small town and I just love to tell the stories from my small town is that I'm not one of these people. I'm not big on like bitching about microaggressions. Uh, at least I say that, but it's not really true. Uh, I don't like the word microaggression because I'm like, oh, God. you know, it gives you a headache just hearing it. But there are a lot of like stuff that happens on a day to day basis that you're like, what's that about? And you're like, I think that's a microaggression. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be like an annoying, you know, woke, like, but it happens. It's a real thing. <laughs> so I go in, I, there's this high school teacher and, uh, I was, um, I was an asshole in high school. I did a lot of stupid shit. I said a lot of stupid shit to people. And if you're listening to the podcast, I apologize. I say stupid shit. I do stupid shit. I uh, did a lot of stupid shit in high school, and I apologize. But apparently, some people that are adults who <laughs> were teachers at that high school still can't seem to get it through their head that, you know, I was a child, I was evolving, I was growing, I was learning. You know, I was not yet an adult, and that's why I was doing stupid shit. So... I had a teacher that I goofed off a lot in her class uh, and people used to call me um, names a lot in high school and uh, fat bastard, everything else. And, um, and, but I acted up a lot too. And, you know, I'd call other people names. I, you know, I, I bullied people, uh, sort of, I, I, I would, I would bully someone if they bullied someone else. So I would fuck with you if you fuck with someone else. That, that was my, well, anyway, so, and I apologize. I was an asshole. I apologize. Okay, so, um, but I was also in high school, so get a fucking grip and grow up. So, to get to the story, I run into this teacher <laughs> who I had in high school, and she's, um, and I'm just going to make fun of her because I'm still, I guess I still hadn't grown that much, Um. When I was in her class, I would just goof off a lot. I don't remember doing anything too bad, but I would goof off a lot. And she fucking hated me. She absolutely hated me. And she was actually one of the worst teachers I ever had because I didn't learn anything in her class. But she's connected in the circle of people in this town. She's actually um, um, married to a prominent politician in our town. <laughs> so she's gotten old now. and. Apparently, you know, when you get old, it's hard to keep the weight off. Lord, I should know. I'm a big fat fuck. But my fat didn't go to my fucking head. Like all the fat in her body went to her fucking head. Her head is like pumpkin. Is like a pumpkin. Have you ever seen uh, that like 600 pound girl, Tammy, on TLC? And it's like she's got this layer of fat on her forehead she looks like a fucking orangutan or whatever it is that has the fat on their forehead. That's what this bitch looks like. Her head is shaped like a pumpkin. She's got about 20 pounds of fat in her fucking head. And she's just mean. She's just a mean person. And uh, she looks down on people. She thinks she's the fucking belle of the ball. She lives in a giant house. 
Oh shit, I fucked that up. I'm going to have to cut that out. I do not live there. <laughs> uh, so she uh, is a cunt. And so I go into, um, I go into a grocery store and she's like getting her stuff and I see her, you know, and I'm like, oh, I'm doing my shopping. I don't, you know, this is high school people. I assume that she wouldn't be holding grudges from fucking, high. I mean, like there's people that I hated in high school that I do not hold grudges against anymore. So she turns around, she sees me, <laughs> she makes a fucking face like a scowl. <laughs> You know, like that's my auditory representation of her fucking, um, of her fucking, uh, face is, it's like a mad chihuahua, except the chihuahua looks better. Um, and <laughs> she is fucking sitting there like looking at me like, and she fucking turns around and like marches off, like stomping her feet. And I'm like, have I really? I just triggered this woman. I just triggered her. Like, what the fuck? How did I trigger this lady? So, uh, she stomps off and I'm like, is she really, she really s still holds a grudge against me for acting up in her class in high school? Like, Really? Like, get over it. Get over it. Like, I had people who were horrible to me in high school. I don't care anymore. I've gotten over it. They've grown as a person. They're not the same person they were then. Some people are worse and some people are better. I think I'm better than I was in high school. I joke around on this podcast. I know it doesn't seem that way on this podcast, but this is all meant for humor. This isn't meant seriously. So, you know, I'm like, why, why is this woman, she's still not over it. I don't remember doing anything that bad in her class, but, you know, I, I mean, I've treated people much worse than her, um, which I apologize for and I feel bad about. But, you know, it's just little small town bullshit like that. Microaggressions. Don't like to use the word, but I'm going to use it. Microaggressions. That's, that, that's a microaggression, right? And, um, you know, she's part of the, you know, the old, old, old money, old money in the town. Not really, but well, I sort of really, she married into it, but, um, anyway, but then, you know, there's also like people you'll run into and it's like, what, what did I do to piss you off? Like, where, where is this coming from? So there's a, another guy in town. Every time he sees me, he starts smirking and whispering to whoever's, besi whoever's beside him, he'll run up to and start whispering. And he'll smirk at me. I mean, he's even pointed at me at times. And I went to community college with him. And actually, I, I, I overheard him talking shit about me in community college, saying... Uh, some I think he was telling somebody that I wasn't right in the head. <laughs> like, uh, just because I don't talk to you, because that's how I am. 
you know, when I'm out in public, I don't talk to many people uh, because it's always a bad experience when I do. <laughs> because they'll start bugging you about something you don't want to hear, you know. Um, you know, everything from getting into church to um, too much fucking GMOs and food, you know, stuff like that. It's like, oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. <laughs> so, you know, and apparently he was telling people that I was um, not right. And look, a hint of that's true, <laughs> but not as bad as what he was making it out to be. I'm a functional adult. Well, this guy is a fucking loser now. So he uh, uh, flunked out of community college. And now he uh, installs windshields <laughs> in a tiny fucking town in bumfucked Egypt. And he still to this day, if he sees me, a smirk will go in his fucking face. And um, he will just he will just start his little whisper campaign. And I'm like, what did I ever do to this fucking guy? <laughs> it's like, I don't even fucking know this guy. And, uh, but that's the type of shit you deal with in these small towns. It's just, you know, on the surface, it looks like everybody's nice and it's like a Shirley Jackson novel on the surface. Everything's nice. But then when you really get to know people, they're just rotten to their core and they treat people who are kind of like outsiders very badly. And he's one of them. And, you know, and there's another guy that lives in Russellville who, um, who, you know, people need to realize people talk, people, you know, people talk to each other. So when you talk shit about somebody, it gets back to the person you've talked about. But apparently this fucking asshole doesn't realize that. And apparently, um, you know, he, apparently he was talking about me and, uh, some of the people I've hung out with over the years, uh, which some, are not that reputable, and some are disgraced. But there's a lot of disgraced people in my town. So, look, you can't look. If I would have known, <laughs> you know, previously, what would end up happening? So, because so, let's just say some of these people, they they got worse as they got older. They kept fucking up, going in and out of jail, and you know, I never went to jail. I graduated college. I never went to jail. Right? I'm doing good. I might be a fat ass. I might be a loser sitting in my dad's house podcasting. But I'm not in jail. I got a clean record. Got that going for me. <laughs> and all these motherfuckers that, you know, judge me. Um... They're installing windshields and they flunked out of college and they've been in and out of jail. So what the fuck are they judging me for? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, anyway, that's enough small town bullshit because I could rant all day about small town bullshit in Alabama, but there's better, th there's better things to talk about. There's better things to talk about like food. And that's going to be another thing we do on this podcast. We're going to talk about food a lot. 
and I uh, got on AL.com and they, you know, AL.com loves to like share like Southern Living made a list of the best barbecue in the South. And <laughs> they'll always have like not very good barbecue places on there. And I wanted to throw my um, favorite barbecue places on the list. Um, so we're just going to go down the list of places. If you're in Alabama, everyone will fucking tell you when you come to Alabama, go to dreamland barbecue. Um, look, I went to the original. Don't go to the one in Huntsville. Don't, don't go to their chains. We used, we used to have one in uh, Sheffield, Alabama. It was horrible. It was just God awful. Go to the original in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, um, and eat their ribs. And they are good ribs, but they're not. They're not like when I'm rating barbecue places in Alabama. It wouldn't even be on the top ten list. They're they're not even technically. I don't even think they're technically barbecue because they fucking grill them. They're grilled ribs. When you go there. It, all they do is throw ribs on a grill and grill them real quick and then throw them on your fucking plate. And they are good. All right? Get you a beer. Go there. It's a tiny little building in Tuscaloosa. Get you a beer under the moonlight and fucking eat some ribs, some grilled ribs. They're good. You're going to like them. But they're not. They're just. They're not the best ribs in Alabama. I'm sorry. They're just not, they're way down the list. Um, apparently, um, oh, what's that football? Some football player used to fucking eat there and it kind of got popularized by oh, Joe Montana. Joe Montana used to eat there and apparently got popularized by him eating there, but it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's good, but it's not like the best. So we're going to go down the list if people tell you to go to Dreamland, go to the original, eat it there, but don't think that's the best Alabama barbecue because we have very underrated barbecue. Because, uh, you know, when you hear barbecue lists, you know, people are like, oh, Kansas City. Uh, uh, uh. No. Kansas City, those people ain't right. Those people ain't right. When it, go, if you want to try Kansas City barbecue, Go try that Arthur Bryant's barbecue sauce. It's throw up. It's like somebody threw up into a, a cup and served it and said, this is the best barbecue sauce you've ever had. And then you eat it and it's like stomach acid. Because <laughs> that's what it tastes like. <laughs> you know, there's lots of different barbecues. Carolina barbecue is good. Memphis barbecue is good. But we never really get any credit. I never even give credit. I got better barbecue down the street, like a mile from my house, than anyone in Kansas City has. Like we have barbecue places on every fucking corner, and we just don't get credit for it. So, anyway, here's my favorite barbecue places. So, and I'm going to mention some of the ones that I fucking hate in Alabama. Because uh, first off. Going all over the place with this. Rusty's in Leeds. That gets put on barbecue lists a lot. Don't go there. It's not good. 
I don't know how it keeps, they have to be paying people to write these articles where they list barbecue places. Cause I just don't, Rusty's is disgusting. It's not good. Uh, the only thing good about Leeds, Alabama is they got a Bass Pro shop and they got a good haunted house in October. Oh, and they have a, they have a Bucky's now, which is kind of cool. Leeds is actually nice now to think about it, but their barbecue at Rusty's sucks. Don't try it. It's not worth your time. So here, I'm going to do my list. Full Moon Barbecue. They, their Brunswick stew is a Frankenstein. It's a Frankenstein concoction of just wonderfulness. It's, it's got everything under the sun in it. It's, it's got a bite to it. You know, it's a little hot. It, it's wonderful. Once you eat full moon barbecues, Brunswick stew, it makes other people's Brunswick stew just seem bland and boring, quite frankly. And um, that's what really got me hooked on that. They've got great, and a lot of this stuff, a lot of the food that I like is actually outside of barbecue, so maybe I shouldn't be listening on barbecue place. They got fucking amazing hot dogs. The moon dog with the chow chow and all this shit they throw on it. It's just so fucking good. Their burgers are amazing and their barbecue sandwiches are amazing. I mean, it's, it, I just love their food. It always comes out hot. You know, it's the best. It's the best in my opinion. Um, I love it. Um, it's expensive. They're pricey. Uh, I'm always eating at the one in Jasper, but our food is so good. I could just eat it up. Just think about it. I think I'm going to drive to Jasper right now and, and eat there today. Um, but then there's also Big Bob Gibson's. Um, I love Big Bob Gibson's. I love their ribs. They have white sauce, which we're going to go on a rant about. I'm going to save my rant about white sauce for another episode because I do want to rank white sauces because we're going to just talk about Alabama shit on this podcast. So Big Bob Gibson's, great ribs. Um, they have different kinds of sauces. They have red sauce. They have white sauce. Then they have, um, um, oh, what's it called? It's like a, um, a vinegar sauce, but it's like cayenne pepper and vinegar. It's really like runny. Okay, I apologize about the interruption. I thought I heard someone in the house, and I'm like, okay, no one's supposed to be here. <laughs> so uh, I do apologize about the, uh, where was I at? Where was I at in my thoughts on Alabama barbecue? Big Bob Gibson's. Great ribs. They got this fucking vinegar sauce you can pour on it. No one ever uses it but me, apparently. Uh, my grandmother really loved it. And um, I just, because that's the type of family I live in. We'll drive like two hours to go to a fucking restaurant. But that vinegar sauce with a uh, cayenne pepper in it, put that on your fucking ribs. Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Okay, so they have great mac and cheese. Big Bob Gibson's. Try it. They're fucking... uh, Now, they're doing a lot of new stuff there that they claim they've been doing 100 years. You know, this uh, guy, this Chris Lilly that runs it. um, He's... I think he's full of shit. I think Chris Lilly's full of shit. If he gives me some free barbecue, I'll uh, 
I'll take it back. Um, okay, so he, um, you know, I don't remember when I was a child going to this place because I've been going there since I was like a baby. Um, dipping the chicken in white sauce. I think this is something new. And also the the recipe for the white sauce, I think has changed in the past uh, decade. I think 10 years ago, they changed the recipe. Now it's got the, um, the big flakes of pepper in it. I don't care for it. I like fine, finely shredded pepper. Well, anyway, peppercorn, whatever you want to call it. Um, they, but it's a great barbecue place. I think it's uh, one of Alabama's standout barbecue places. They're winning champions all the time, uh, championships all the time. Uh, this was years ago. Me and Dad went to um, uh, Memphis to the barbecue championship, Memphis in May, and. Apparently, uh, the owner is an asshole, uh, which really kind of bummed us out. So we were in Memphis in May, and you know we thought when you go to the barbecue competition that you're going to be you're going to be at the barbecue competition, and there's going to be like samples of the barbecue. <laughs> you know, every booth they're going to be like, "Here's a sample of our." or you could buy it or something, you know, and then you get there and it's like, they got all their booths set up, but there's no one actually selling barbecue. Uh, the only thing I remember is people were handing out samples of like cigar and whiskey, which, um, that was cool. Uh, uh, getting free cigars and whiskey, which I try not to, I try not to smoke anymore, but if you're going to hand me a cigar, I'm going to smoke it. Um, especially if you give me liquor with it. Um, so, you know, we went around, and, uh, you know, they've got like pig heads on steaks and, you know, it's really cool. It's just like a celebration of, of meat. <laughs> you know, like you go around and it's just meat everywhere, fucking whole hogs over, hanging over um, fire pits. And they even decorate the whole hogs. They'll like put an apple in its mouth and make it look real pretty and decorate it. Well, we, I guess we didn't know the decorum of the uh, barbecue championship. So, you know, dad goes up and uh, he, he's like, Oh, big bops, big bops. Hey, you know, he gets all excited. Cause you know, that that's our place, right? That's where we go right on, on the regular. <laughs> so we go up and there's this old white haired guy and my dad walks up. Cause he just wants to look at their booth and see how it is. And he's like, Hey, come in here my dad was like well i'm not trying to come in here i'm just looking at your booth he's like get out of here scott <laughs> i mean the guy's like mean and uh we're like well uh fuck you dude <laughs> like this is fucked up like we're probably we're probably your best customers you cocksucker and <laughs> you know it kind of took us back it's like wait this is it's kind of like when you know like people meet their uh, favorite celebrity and they realize they're assholes. That's kind of what it was like meeting the person that owned big Bob Gibson's. This is not to reflect poorly on Chris Lilly. I don't know how he is personally. This was the old man that runs it or owns it. He's an old man. Maybe, I don't even, maybe he's not even the owner. I don't know. He's just an old man yelled at us and we didn't like it. <laughs> so, <laughs> And, you know, and we got to thinking about it. I was like, you know, Dad, 
there's actually like a really rude waitress that's always at Big Bob Gibson. She gets mad about everything. I hadn't seen her lately because I'm it didn't stop me from going and eating barbecue. So <laughs> people treat me like shit. And I'm like, eh, but I still want to eat. So I'm going to come back to your barbecue place. But there's always this like really rude waitress there. And I don't even know if she still works there, but God, she was something else. And uh, side note, I do say a lot of curse words. Uh, just know when I say cocksucker, I'm not mean. It's like, it's not a homophobic way. It's how Eminem says it. You know, he's not actually calling someone gay. He's just throwing a word out there when no, it's surface level. There's no thought put into it. I just like to call people words. <laughs> so, Big Bob Gibson's, the owner's an asshole. Great barbecue. Full moon, great barbecue. Dreamland grilled ribs, not barbecue. Dreamland is not barbecue. It's fucking grilled. They should call it Dreamland Grill. Um, so, me and Dad were in uh, Birmingham a couple of weeks ago, and we went to Saul's, uh, Saul's, Saul's, Saul Kitchen. Um, and uh, that's good barbecue. We were, we liked that place. That's, that's now up there on our list of barbecue places. Uh, they had great food. Dad, I knew, I knew it was a winner because, you know, a lot of times I'm like, Dad, let's go try something new. We'll go there and I can tell he's like kind of pretending like, oh yeah, that's good. No, this time I could tell he was impressed. He was impressed. So Saul's Soul Barbecue, that's another top one on my list. Another one is, uh, well, first off, uh, let me finish Saul's. They're fucking mac and cheese. The mac and cheese... It's heaven sent. Angels have touched their mac and cheese inappropriately in their private parts. Okay, so then you have John's Barbecue in Moulton, Alabama. Um, there's a lot of restaurants and not really a lot of restaurants in Moulton, but uh, this is one of my favorite places to go in Moulton. Uh not many people know about it. It's like in an old log cabin. Um, and again, this is another one of those places, a barbecue place, but a lot of the stuff that I really fucking love is not even barbecue, but they do have good ribs. They do have good barbecue, but they, uh, they also have good seafood and they have some of the best fried pickles you'll ever eat. And I'm going to put this on the barbecue list, even though I don't know, you know, uh, we, I think I need to just go and like have all these sandwich, all the barbecue sandwiches, pork sandwiches laid out, all of the actual barbecue laid out. Because some of these places I'm judging by stuff that maybe shouldn't bump them on the list, you know. Um, I know this is confusing. I apologize. So, but you know, there's lots of barbecue places. Um, there is, uh, in this place in Blunt Springs, Alabama, called Top Hat Barbecue, a lot of people tell me I'm sentimental about it. And that's why I think it's a fucking amazing place. Top Hat Barbecue, it's in Blunt Springs, um, which is just like a little community cut out of the rocks. Um, and Top Hat Barbecue... 
you know, my grandmother and and my aunt, who were great people, uh, used to take me to this place when I was a child, and that's why I have fond memories of it. So anytime I drive by, I'm like, oh, I want to drop into Blunt Springs and get some barbecue. But they've got lots of other things. They've got uh, Death by Cheeseburger. They've got all kinds of crazy shit. And um, the food's great. Fried green tomatoes. Barbecue's great. Uh, barbecue sandwiches is great. Go try Top Hat Barbecue. Tell me if I'm wrong. Is it because I'm sentimental about my grandmother and my aunt taking me there when I was a child? Or is it actual good barbecue? Because my friend tells me I'm full of shit. And that I'm just being sentimental, which I, I am a sentimental person. I, I still to this day, anytime I go to Birmingham, I, I usually go by East Lake and drive by my grandmother's house. Very sentimental. Okay, so we have. Um, there's another barbecue place I hadn't tried yet. It's like Chief and Snoogies. And I think it's near Moulton. I hadn't tried it yet, but I've been hearing good things. I've been hearing good things. So, um, Wits Barbecue. If you want a basic barbecue sandwich, and I, I want to say basic. Basic has to be in the title when we're talking about Wits. Because they don't do nothing to it. They just hand you a barbecue sandwich. No sauce. The barbecue's hot, and they put coleslaw on the sandwich. But it's so good. It's so good. It's like the most basic, simple sandwich someone could serve you. It's just it's just pulled pork and coleslaw. And I I, I, I love to drop in that place. Now, everything else on their menu, I think their menu's lacking. There's a... I don't like a lot of their other stuff, but that just, if you are in a hurry and you are craving a barbecue sandwich, Wits Barbecue is good just for the barbecue sandwich because they don't do nothing fancy. You know, all these other places, they're pouring, they're seasoning it really crazy. They're pouring all these crazy sauces on it. They're going all out with their coleslaw and adding stuff to the sandwich. And you're like, is this good or is there just like a lot of shit piled down it? But Wits Barbecue is just the most simple, basic barbecue sandwich that you can get. And I think you should get one. That's just my opinion. That's just what I'm thinking. Okay, so uh, there used to be a place in Auburn, Alabama. I think there still is a place in a uh, location in Smith Station called Mike and Ed's. I think it's a great barbecue place. It's an underrated barbecue place. I was told that the location in Auburn went out, which is a goddamn shame. I think it was mainly because of management. Um, they just didn't have good management. You know, you would come in there, they would have like a freshman at Auburn running the place, and the freshman would be going on Obama conspiracy theories, and I'd be like, you know, dude, I just... I just want some fucking ribs. That's all I want to do is order some ribs. And he's like, oh, did you know Obama's gay? <laughs> I'm like, no, I didn't know that. Um, what does Michelle think about that? It's like, yeah, she, she's his beard. <laughs> and Obama's going to bring back the new world order. 
put them back into power. I'm like, they they went out of power? What? You know, I'm like, I just want some barbecue. I just want some fucking ribs. Why are you fucking wanting to talk to me about Obama? Just let me go about my day and eat because I'm hungry and y'all got good ribs and I just want to eat your fucking ribs. Stop bothering me about Obama. So they had really good sauce. They had like this weird, I guess they made it sort of orangish because it's Auburn. Um, but it is kind of like a mixture of like a Carolina sauce and like maybe more of like a sweet, you know, Memphis style sauce. And, uh, God, it was so good. So good. I'd go in there and I would just pig out, uh, whenever I could. And it was just, you know, it, it was just the best. And I actually miss, I used to live in that area and I, I miss that area mainly because of that place. That's the only thing I miss because let's be honest, people in Auburn are, they're not the best. They're not the best. Um, okay. So, and I, I don't know why, for some reason I wrote down rendezvous in Memphis. That place sucks. I know this is off the Alabama list. But it sucks. So don't go there. I don't know why people tell you to go to Rendezvous when you go to Memphis, but it's not good. It tastes like they put, when I went there to eat their ribs, and I'm going to retry it because I'm about uh, a week from now, I'm going to do another trip up there with Dad to go see uh, Tuba Skinny, a band, a free concert at the Overton Shell. I'm going to go retry this place. But last time I went there, I swear to God, they put coffee grounds in their dry rub. It doesn't sound too appetizing to me. Okay, I think I'm going a little delirious. um, Because I've been hearing things. You know, I stopped this podcast. Hold on, there is somebody in here. Okay, please ignore me. I've been stopping this podcast. I keep hearing shit in my house. (laughs) Maybe we need to have a podcast about ghosts because I keep hearing, like I heard someone walking around in my house earlier and that's why I stopped it. And then now I can hear a dog panting in my house and my dog is outside. So I'm like, who let the dog in? But maybe I need to eat some. I had not ate nothing. I've been drinking like, it's like my third cup of coffee. Um... I'm feeling kind of clammy. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm a little, maybe I need to eat something. (laughs) Don't go to rendezvous. If you go to Memphis, go somewhere else. God damn it. It's not any good. I was going to try to uh, talk about some other things. I guess I'll save it for another podcast. Uh, uh, so please, uh, cause I have lots of stuff written down. I just hadn't gotten to it. So, um, there's so much that's happened this week that I want to make fun of, um, Jordan Peterson crying. Cause he's always fucking crying. What, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Then Adam Levine and everything going on with him. And, uh, I have a conspiracy theory that I want to talk about that involves Huntsville, Alabama, which I previously alluded to on another podcast. Um, so, we, we might do three or four podcasts this weekend. I'm feeling good. Maybe it's the coffee. Maybe it's the 
lack of eating that's like making me rant. Um, I don't know. Because I'm like opposite of other people. If I eat, I kind of like, I'm down and I'm just like lazy. And then like when I don't eat, I get really energetic and start running around. But to save you from dealing with my bullshit, we're going to cut the podcast short um, today too. And we might film another one today after I get something to eat because I'm, I need something to eat because I'm hearing shit in my house. <laughs> I'm going fucking insane. So this is uh, Victoria Vandenberg. Uh, I love everyone that's listening. I love everyone in Alabama, even the people I fucking hate. I love it's a love hate relationship because if they weren't there, I wouldn't be able to talk shit about them and then I'd have nothing to do. So I'm out.